One of my favorite Bible characters is Abraham. Karen, do you know how old Abraham was when he died? Well, he was older than we are. He <laughs> <laughs> was twice plus some more of what so I am what, now. 160 years about? You're too shy. It needs to go even more. What was it? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Before We Go podcast featuring Dr. David Maines and his wife, noted author Karen Maines. Here's David and Karen Maines. Okay, Karen, Abraham. He was 175. Karen, that's how old Abraham was when he died. So this is what Genesis says about that. These are the days of the years of Abraham's life. Abraham breathed his last and died in a good old age, an old man, and full of years, and was gathered to his people. Lovely. That's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what an incredible life. And I think after that it says he was buried with his wife, Sarah, Mm -hmm. which is nice as well. She had passed on years before. Right. There's a picture in my study. I see it often because I'm there often, and it's of the family. I remember what was taken. You were there as well. Extended family. Yeah, well. Your my, family, my the folks, main side, yeah. Mm-hmm. My folks, my older brother, Doug, his wife, Fran, you and I, mm-hmm. and then my younger sister, Donna, mm-hmm. and her husband, Ron. Mm-hmm. Of those eight, four are now gone. Right. I guess you could almost say that Fran is gone, my She's older di- brother. She has old age yeah. dementia, yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's a sad story. So there are three who yeah, are still three. left and functioning. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And of those, I'm the oldest. Uh-huh. So talking about age is something I'm very aware of, as the Lord has granted me all the years. The I'm, I'm 85. You're what, Karen? I'm almost 79. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you and I sat down, and we sort of brainstormed some of the things that we think about being old, about old age. And so I've titled this Aging Sagely, or the principles of being wise as you age, aging sagely. Number one is choose not to get upset about the small stuff or the big stuff either. (laughs) Well, you choose not to be upset, I guess you could say. (laughs) Well, it's easy to get fixated on things that don't really matter. We came home from our 60th anniversary trip out to California and back. We took the train out and back. Gift of friends and family. It was such a wonderful, wonderful journey. Wonderful time. And in the meantime, Joel Means, who's moved in with us this year, he had a job shift and sold his house and said, why pay money out for another house? Just come live with us for a while. And so he's taken on some of the projects around here that really needed mm-hmm. to be done. And he had had the old floors removed. But it meant that every single stick of furniture had been taken out of all those rooms, sort of jammed wherever they could go. Well, you couldn't get the car in the garage, that's for that sure. Little, my little writing study totally down filled. sky high, ceiling high was stuff. And then he had widened the opening space to the kitchen, which gave it that open space look. And mm-hmm. it was lovely. And, and now looks out into the dining room, which is a large dining room. But that meant taking down cabinets. And so there weren't foodstuffs and plates. All the dishes were packed uh, in boxes. I think the big thing was before they could put the new floor in, they had to balance the floors. Well, well strengthen it and balance and take out. Joel heard the creaks. I've gotten used to them, but he heard the creaks so that the creaks, would, it wouldn't be a creaking well, floor anymore. The house has been here for a while, and it's settled, so uh-huh. the floors are not even. Right. It was amazing was watching them even. how they do that. So in the midst of all that, there was a lot of little stuff that we could have been upset about. Came to the edge a couple of times. You, you nudged up to... <laughs> 
I'll leave it for you to say. <laughs> uh, the, the temptation was there. Don't get upset about the big stuff either. And, and the principle behind that is really that God is in control of all of our lives. And so what I kept trying to do is I couldn't find where my dishes were, was to think, this is going to be done in a month, a month and a half. It actually took a month and a half to get it all back together again. The flooring was laid at 1230 on Christmas Eve. <laughs> they said they're not going to move work a- after work that. longer than that. So but they worked their heads off, the workers yeah, did, and mm-hmm. got the flooring done. So nothing mm-hmm. else was in place. But it's easy to get upset about that. And the way you don't do that is say, this is a gift. This is a huge gift. It it was paid for really by a a lot of our friends, people who love us through an anniversary, 60th anniversary gifts that came in. And I need to be grateful for this. And another month, it'll all be back together again. I know we can stand a month. And I tried to remind myself that it was a mess, but there were a lot of people who were living in messes due to these climate changes, the hurricanes that swept through the South and up through New York State, demolishing homes, the fires in Colorado. This was not a mess like those people were going through. And if I had a tiny bit of understanding of what it would be like to project my month and a half of mess out to years of mess, then it was a gift that God had given to me. So those are the ways we take the little events of our life or the large ones and don't sweat them. We take, I guess, the power of positive thinking or believing that God is in control and apply that during those years. I, with you, I didn't feel the distress of trying to find things because my study wasn't touched. Your study wasn't touched, but when Joel moved in, he took over our bedroom. Everything in my life was disrupted. Absolutely everything in my life was disrupted. No, you you were lucky. We'll try and get you next time. <laughs> Just leave it with me praising you. All okay. right? I have thought a lot about aging, however, probably because of this new year. Mm-hmm. And I've said, Lord, I'm going to make this a good year. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm going to every day this year praise you mm-hmm. for what I know you to be. And, and see uh, how many qualities through the year I can state, I, right? I've been doing well with that. Today, in fact, I said I praise you that you are eternal, or to put it in the context of what we're talking about, you are ageless. Mm-hmm. That's you know, lovely. A, a, in context of all of this, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. Abraham was 175, but that's nothing compared mm-hmm. to you, Lord. I think it's wonderful. So if we're going to age sagely, another principle that we have to learn to live with is to give up any ideas of grandeur. We're all tempted as humans to sometimes think we're more important than we really are and to aspire to being known or to do great accomplishments or to receive the adulation or admiration of other folk. And one of the things that we've learned is that grandeur isn't so great. There's a negative side to being well-known or to being highly admired or to be overappreciated for some of the contributions we've made with our lives. We need to take perspective on this idea of accomplishment and just not build it up any more than what it is. I'm not sure that I think that it's all that great. (laughs) (laughs) I look back on my life and I feel very fortunate. I feel I've stumbled and bumbled into more things than, than anything else. Did we actually work on a list together? We did. And here's the number three on that list because it leads off of what you've just mentioned. Realize that your impact on Earth is brief, as it is for everyone, in Mm -hmm. comparison to the eternal one. Yes. The next generation, even in your own family, will not remember what you have done, 
may not even know what the accomplishments of your life have been. And some of them may not even know your name. As the generations roll out... What's the program they do on national television side yeah, of that? Henry Louis yeah, Gates. Yeah, Henry Louis Gates. That's it's good. Where he helps people find what their lineage is. Yeah, well, he takes famous people. Then he says, how much do you know? And they know very little of uh-huh. their lineage. Like, uh-huh. we know very little of our lineage uh-huh. when you come right down to it. But they're always amazed in terms of, oh, my goodness, I've inherited a lot that I wasn't aware of. an immigrant great-grandfather that I knew very little about. Who who lived very difficult lives, and I'm benefiting from what they did. All right. My ancestors were slaves. You know, I mean, this is a very moving show that Henry Louis Gates does with all kinds of people. But most of them do not have a family history of any kind of depth or detail. I don't think my grandchildren are aware of struggles that we went through or victories Mm -hmm. that we had so on. I'm in a position where, with perspective, I had a funny thing happen. It was one of our younger grandchildren, and I said to him, you know, one of these days I'd like for you to go with me to see the Billy Graham mm-hmm. Museum, because it's it's quite well done. It's, this is at Wheaton College. Which in, is a couple of towns away. And, and Billy Graham went to Wheaton College. Mm-hmm. And his response to me was, who's Billy Graham? Yeah. And I thought to myself, isn't that interesting? Wow. You know, because obviously Billy Graham's name will continue well, on for And he was one of the most long. world-renowned. Mm -hmm. God put his hand on him. His ministry was extraordinarily successful. I admire him so much because there was never any scandal that was attached to his ministry or the Billy Graham organization's financial management. I mean, it was just an extraordinary life. Mm -hmm. I think back on people, Karen, Charles Finney was a name I've read an awful lot Mm -hmm. about. But if I want to talk about Charles Finney, I have to find somebody who knows the name because it's just gone. So when you talk about age... (laughs) Yeah, your story, it may be big at the time that you're living, but pretty quickly it's over. Mm -hmm. Another point under aging wisely is age is not a gift that is given to everyone. Ooh, that's really Treasure it, right? That's that's really true, yes. Mm -hmm. I I don't think there's a day that goes by, but I don't thank God for the gift of this day. Because Mm -hmm. I realize, when my parents died, Dad was 69 when he died, and Mother, three years later, died at 69. So I went through the years approaching 69 thinking, is this a pattern that's going to repeat itself in the history of my family? So I'm grateful to have these extra years. I know that Dad and Mother didn't wish they had had those extra years of life. You're grateful was a, for it. A prof. He was the head of the music department in Moody Bible Institute right. for many, many years, mm-hmm. and they encouraged him to stay on a little bit longer, a mm-hmm. little longer, and then he finally retired, and in three months he was gone. Yeah, three months he was gone. Three months uh, of retirement after yeah. years of really it's you know, so faithful sad, work. Yeah. yeah. So wisdom is not only knowing what you know, but knowing what you don't know. <laughs> I could have figured that one out. Yeah, and, uh, You probably uh, contributed that one. Don't remember that you did. I don't remember at all. I'm getting old. <laughs> But it's amazing how it's, well, there's so much to learn Mm -hmm. and so many ways to mature. One of the things I'm doing this year, Karen, is that my whole life has been tied up with church work Mm -hmm. and trying to be involved in a place where the presence of the Lord is is really experienced Mm -hmm. by people. I've chosen to be involved in praying for a given church, which is several towns away, Mm -hmm. but they're knowing very vibrant yeah it's growing yeah and it's quite exciting because a lot of churches aren't growing Mm -hmm. and when i go there the music is not the kind of music that i'm accustomed to very loud (laughs) with a great big band i would say it's probably inches closer to the raucous (laughs) word 
That's not bad because the, the, that's part of the reason people are coming right. to the church. But I have said to the Lord, this year I'm not going to analyze all of that. Uh-huh. I'm just going to go and, now this is hard, I'm going to enter in uh-huh. to the way they worship uh-huh. and I'll just leave it there. Uh-huh. Now, for me to say that and then for me to actually begin to live that way Uh is another thing Uh because it's still hard for me. I find that the older I get, the more I appreciate quiet. Uh And in terms of the church, many times when you think revival thoughts, Uh there is a quietness that settles down. So This can't be programmed or manufactured. No, it's a presence of the Lord that is there. And I've read about it many times, and I've experienced it on Uh occasion myself. And I've thought, how in the world, if Jesus himself were to walk in the room, uh-huh. what, in what most he, places people would they'd quiet, and then uh-huh. and they would some would cry, some would kneel, some would prostrate themselves uh-huh. before him. But I think the music would, well, I the, think and would, the programming because they've got another service right afterwards, and so they have a very tight programming. So that's something that wisdom on our part has said. This is the nature of this church. It's attracting all kinds of people. It's a growing congregation, and we need to be supportive, and that's the point I'm making. Wisdom is knowing what you know. We do know a whole variety of things that we prefer as far as church worship is concerned, but knowing what you don't know, and we don't know the impact of this kind of worship as much as we do other forms that are more familiar to us. I prefer a liturgical church worship, but that's not what this is at all. We're trying to be wise in our old age and say this is what it is. God's hand is on it, and it, it seems to be that in a way that very much the Lord is there. So yeah. let's be a part of it and encourage it, and yes. and stand firm for it instead so, of analyzing it. Yeah, and I have to let go of the analyzation. Right, I just have to say, God, this is where you've called me. You've given me a ministry that they have asked for mm-hmm. in terms of praying mm-hmm. for these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just go with it. That's mm-hmm. part of aging wisely. I hope. I like the scriptures about old age. These are the days of the years of Abraham's life. We started with Abraham. And God says, I will still be carrying you when you're old. This is from Isaiah. Hmm, That's nice. Your hair will turn gray, and I will still carry you. I made you, and I will carry you to safety. Beautiful promise from the scripture for those who are aging. Mm -hmm. Keep going. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. You know, we're not afraid of God's judgment because we know that he loves us. He's leading us through our humanity. He doesn't stand waiting to hit us on the head with a big mallet. Mm -hmm. We love because he first loved us. Isn't that wonderful? You know, we love others. We love him because he first loved us. Wisdom belongs to the aged and understanding to the old. I like that word. Is that so? <laughs> Joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. I yeah. wrote out some kind of interesting sayings from the Internet. Maybe we can in- intermix that with some of these scriptures. Okay, I got your page. Okay. Old age quotes. Old age comes at a bad time. When you finally know everything, you start to forget everything you know. <laughs> Let's go back to the scriptures. That's too close to home. Old age comes at a bad time. When you finally know everything, you start to forget everything you know. I've got another one from Job. Wisdom belongs to the aged and understanding to the old. That's lovely, lovely yeah, promise. You yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, you want to go to the old age quotes or you want to go to the scriptures? Let's more? do one more. Old age. A couple, you have a couple more? Don't let aging get you down. It's too hard to get back up. <laughs> Been there, done that, huh? This is beautiful. 
But the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon, for they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They will flourish in the courts of our God. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. They will declare, the Lord is just. He is my rock. There is no evil in him. That's Psalm, oh, that's Psalm nice. 92. That sounds like David. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it does. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel kind of like David the trite going back to these <laughs> quotes. They're new to me. I hadn't seen them before. We all get heavier as we get older because there's a lot more information in our heads. So I'm not fat. I'm really intelligent, and my head couldn't hold anymore, so it started filling up the rest of me. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> you That's terrible. That's terrible. I love this. Now that I am old and my hair is gray or white, in my case, don't leave me, God. I must tell the next generation about your power and greatness. God, your goodness reaches far above the skies. You have done wonderful things. God, there is no one like you. Beautiful. It's in the psalmist. Okay, so we're aging. You go back and just look at your life and you say, is this one of the best times? I really feel it is. One of the things I would have missed out on is this prayer group that I'm a part of. Uh I'm a part of several prayer groups, but there's one that we do by phone. We've been meeting probably four years now, Uh I think. And Karen, every time we meet, I say to you, golly, this is the best time yet. I do ask you, how'd your prayer time go? And you say that. And then I say, well, why was it? And you just say, well, the praying has become so much more mature. And is that why it's so good time after time? uh, I would say that I could go to that prayer group and not say a word Uh and just listen to the others as they pray. And it would be most meaningful Uh for me. But I feel drawn in to be able to pray. Every so often we'll have a new person Uh join us. And that's very special. But these are seven friends. I've watched others, and I'm sure they've seen it in my life, a growth in terms of our praying together. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen what our passion is, which is a movement of the Holy Spirit in this land. But your passion has deepened for that. It has. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Beautiful way. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. This quote is from Philippians. And a great promise this is for those of us who are aging. For I am sure of this very thing, that the one who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. I think in our prayers together we have matured, although we don't have a set time when Mm -hmm. we meet regularly. Part of it is our our day starts early, and Mm -hmm. there are people, and it seems like the house has a continual flow of people coming through it. Mm But uh, I guess one of the things I'd like to say in this new year as well is that I want to find more time to pray with you. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. You look forward to overtures I make, okay? Okay, we'll see if we can set it maybe the night before. When will we have a prayer time together tomorrow and just get it in the calendar? I think that would be a good kind of a vow to have for this new year of mm-hmm. 2022. God should be thanked for the gift of old age. I know that privately I do that. Uh How about you? Yeah, I do. I thank him for good and healthy years. I mean, so many people as they age, they have physical limitations, and we may as well eventually, but we haven't so far. And we're highly functional and learning that we can't do as much as we used to have, nor are we supposed to. And so there are limits, and we're respecting them. I like this scripture. It's a great promise from 1 Corinthians. He will strengthen you to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. I thank you that if I hadn't been given the years you've given to me, I wouldn't have learned some of the lessons I've learned. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known the depth that I know in my life at Mm -hmm. this time. I wouldn't have had our relationship strengthens over Mm -hmm. time, you and I, Karen. Mm -hmm. That's a gift from the Lord. Mm -hmm. If one of us had died, you know, say 10 years ago, it would have been premature. Mm -hmm. We we wouldn't have known the days that... Well, we wouldn't have learned the lessons of these last 10 years that we have learned yeah. with one another. Yeah. So old age, you know, I thank you for old age. I haven't gotten to the place where I'm doddering. I haven't gotten to the place where I'm a burden to mm-hmm. somebody. I haven't gotten to the place where I no longer can be productive. Mm-hmm. So all those are areas where just my heart is so full. I would say, Lord, if you ask me if I want to live as old as Abraham was, I would say no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> That's that's a little bit more than I can handle. But if another five, ten years, whatever, ten, that's pretty long. I don't Uh know. But I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for today, (laughs) and I'm grateful that I can share it with you. So we're saying basically don't dread old age if you're not there yet. Look forward to it and work toward making it the best time of your life if God so grants you those extra years, the very best best time time of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm satisfied. You've been listening to the Before We Go podcast. And if you would like to write to us, please send us an email at the following address, hosts at beforewego.show. That's all lowercase letters, hosts at beforewego.show. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please remember to rate, review, and share on whatever platform you listen. This podcast is copyright. 2022 by Mainstay Ministries, Post Office Box 30, Wheaton, Illinois 60187.